they are not interested in my coming in and giving them my truth. They are only interested in their version or their truth. This is Ozarks at Large. It's Monday. It's time to go into some archives from the Dave and Barbara Pryor Center for Arkansas Oral and Visual History. Like that archive to help us as a guide is Randy Dixon. With the Hello, Pryor Kyle. Hello, How are Randy. you this I'm Monday? Fine. We recognize... We've been doing this for a couple of weeks now. Yeah. So if, if you haven't been listening, uh, that was Susan McDougall, who was a key figure in the 90s. Uh, in the Whitewater investigation, which was, if you don't know, it involved the first couple, then first couple, uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton, and their friends, Jim and Susan McDougall. Uh, they were land developers, uh, real estate financiers, and they had a uh, residential land development in White County that they called Whitewater. Mm-hmm. It went bust, mm-hmm. um, which normally Some wouldn't be a big do, deal. Right. I mean, that happens, and people lost money, including the Clintons. But there were questions about uh, shady loans um, and possible fraud. So a uh, special prosecutor was appointed um, – First, Robert Fisk, and then they brought in Kenneth Starr, who who ended up being the um, main investigator and his his staff. And they spent months and millions, and, um, well, uh, the result was uh, several of the Clintons' friends and associates uh, were charged, convicted, serve time. The Clintons were cleared. But Jim and Susan McDougal, the people we're talking about now, um, Jim McDougal was convicted of 19 counts of fraud, uh, convicted, and then decided he would cooperate with the uh, independent counsel, go before the grand jury. Um, Still went for, to prison, For though. a reduced sentence, right. yes. And he died in prison. Now, Susan, on the other hand, uh, decided she was not going to cooperate. As she put it, they wanted her to lie about the Clintons. And so she was found in contempt of court and spent 21 months in jail without ever being, I guess, convicted of a crime. Other than contempt. Right. Yeah. Right. And so she was held in contempt. Anyway, she was finally freed. Um for medical reasons. So that brings us That's where up we to are date to right now. To this serialization yes. of Whitewater, yes. I guess you would say. Um, so now here we are, Susan out of her shackles, out of her orange jumpsuit. She's free, but she goes from one courthouse in Arkansas to another courthouse in California. The reason for that is uh, before all this whitewater happened, she and Jim split up. And mm-hmm. while they were separated before their divorce, she moved out to California. And she was working for the wife of Zubin Mehta. The classical artist, classical music artist. Right, right, yeah. the, the conductor. Right. And his wife uh, is former actress Nancy Kovac. 
and Susan was her personal assistant. Well, uh, Nancy Kovac accused Susan of embezzling $50,000. So she gets out of jail and stands trial for embezzlement in California. So why don't we uh, go into the KATV archives mm -hmm. and we'll listen in on the verdict. We, the jury in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Susan McDougall, not guilty of the crime of grand theft of personal property. All right, so not guilty. Not guilty. And by the way, uh, Susan McDougall sued uh, Nancy Kovac for malicious prosecution, and it was settled out of court. We don't know what the terms mm. were. But uh, now Susan is free and clear. And she emerged from yet another courthouse, and uh, this is what she had to say to the cameras, and she's still talking about Kenneth Starr. I know that they wanted to exert pressure. They have done it for the last years of my life has been about Bill Clinton. Everything that's happened to me has been so that I would tell some story that was not the truth about Bill or Hillary Clinton. And of course, Kenneth Starr was the special prosecutor who was leading the ever-growing and widening Whitewater investigation. And boy, did it widen. Yeah. And that, that's what caused a lot of criticism about him, that and some of his tactics. Uh, but I believe that's kind of what special prosecutors do. That's what we'll talk about in another show. Okay. Um, so let's talk about maybe Jim and Susan McDougall as, as a couple. Because we've kind of talked about them separately. Yes. So just to give you a little background on who they were and how they met, Jim McDougall, who we talked about, had a long history in politics. He worked for William Fulbright, John McClellan, uh, Bill Clinton when he was governor, even ran for office a couple of times. Ran against John Paul Hammerschmidt here in the 3rd District. That's right. It lost. Um but he, in the mid-70s, was a political science professor at Washita Baptist University in Arkadelphia. As many, many mm -hmm. uh, political figures have gone there. That, that may be a, a segment in the future of who right. all has come out of there. You'll have to talk to Rex Nelson about that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but Susan was a student of his. Of Jim McDougall. Yes. Okay. And... Um, when she graduated, they, they got married, mm -hmm. and they became partners in a real estate business. So, of course, it was that real estate business that really started this whole fiasco in, in the first place. That was the root of the problem. So uh, during the ordeal, um, Susan was asked in one of her many network interviews uh, about her last conversation with her ex-husband and what... I guess his advice was uh, for her in dealing with the prosecutor and her future. His last words to me, the last words that he said to me were, I don't think I want to hear from you again until you're ready to come in and talk to the independent counsel. Now, as we've heard the last couple of weeks, Joan Early, who was a colleague of yours at KATV, was the last person to interview Jim McDougal. That's right. In, in prison. prison. We went down and uh, talked to him. So he's serving his time. Susan is still in jail for contempt of court. And so uh, Su uh, Joan, of course, asked Jim if, if he had a message 
uh, for Susan. I just wanted to be happy and I wanted to be out of jail. And uh, if it was in my power to uh, even to take the punishment to get her out, I'd do it. And I have only for the deepest affection for her. And of course, you talked to Susan McDougall for uh, our segment last week. That's right. And um, she's now uh, the director of pastoral care and is a grief counselor at uh, UA Medical Center in Little Rock. So uh, when I talked to her, um, I had asked her if she regretted never talking to Jim again. Such a regret. Oh, my gosh, such a regret. I had no idea that I would ever see him again or talk with him again. As much as people have heard about Jim McDougall and read about him, I've never known anyone who cares as much about people. He he would do anything for anybody. Mm-hmm. He was... He really taught everyone around him what it was to be generous and kind. He was not a bad guy. He didn't uh, weather the storm very well. Mm-hmm. It cracked him. It really did. It, it cracked him mentally and physically. Mm. That's uh, that's tough. Yeah. Very tough. So um, that brings us up to date with the McDougals right. and pretty much the Clintons, right? Uh, but not what I guess you would call the most central figure oh. in Whitewater, and who would that be? Kenneth Starr. Absolutely. Special prosecutor who brought all of this, widened the net, mm-hmm. uh, affected all of these ancillary people. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Um, because it went, and we'll get into this. Well, let's do this next week. Let's, okay. Let's do Kenneth Starr, but we can talk about maybe some of his tactics and um, how effective maybe they were. And he ended up having some troubles of his own. Yes, he did. Yes, he uh, did. Long after Whitewater. So why don't we profile Kenneth Starr next week. And didn't you bring us a, a, a bit of a preview? Yeah, let's um, let's go ahead and let Susan McDougall have kind of the final word here. This was one of the days. This was in the middle of everything, and she, she would always come out of the courtroom, and people were yelling questions at her. And this was on a particularly feisty day, I think. But this is what Susan had to say. When people say to me, you know, are you scared of Ken Starr? I always think he better be scared of me. All right, we'll turn uh, the spotlight on Kenneth Starr for next week's Prior Center Profile. Absolutely. Randy Dixon's with the David and Barbara Pryor Center for Arkansas Oral and Visual History. Just put Pryor Center into a search engine. You'll find out so much Arkansas history. Randy, thank you. See ya.